Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the May 17th episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. Back-to-back days with the pod. Uh, yesterday, I went over the PGA Championship, my betting preview, best bets, DraftKings lineup, everything like that. So if you want to get my golf picks for this week, for the second major of the season, you can go ahead and check out that episode. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking the conference finals of the NHL. It is the Carolina Hurricanes against the Florida Panthers, the Dallas Stars against the Vegas Golden Knights, the most southern final four in the NHL of all time. The most northern team is Las Vegas, uh, which is crazy. And as a Canadian myself, uh, not the most ideal situation. I, I don't really think any of these cities deserve winning a Stanley Cup. But hey, at the end of the day, it's the NHL. NHL playoffs are exciting. And my actual two uh, champions, my my East Conference prediction uh, and my West Conference champion prediction, still alive. Uh, so I'm going to give you my best bet for each of those two series, my best bets for Game 1. And I'm going to review my bracket that I revealed uh, ahead of the playoffs and see how I've done up until this point. First off, though, Got to talk about my, my my Maple Leafs. My beloved Toronto Maple Leafs have broken my heart once again. Um, I gave up after they went down 0-3. Then they then, of course, won game five. And then it, it was tied in the third period, and I was right back in. And then what happened as soon as I turned the game back on, they went to overtime, and they lost. Um, there needs to be changes to that organization. Now that I've calmed down a little bit, there definitely needs to be changes. Now, Sheldon Keefe, their head coach, has not yet been fired. Uh, it's been uh, coming up on a week now. I guess not a full week, half a week. Uh, they have not announced he's that he's been fired. He needs to be fired. He has been out coached in just about every single playoff series that he has coached in. He is obsessed with certain players, mainly Justin Hall. Uh, Justin Hall played like 26 minutes in Game 5 for the Leafs. I don't know how one of the worst defensemen in the National Hockey League continues to get plenty of ice time he continuously continuously every time there's a bad play a bad turnover a goal that shouldn't happen look who's on the ice for the Leafs it's fucking Justin Hall get that guy off the ice so Sheldon Keefe needs to be fired because he's a moron gets out coached and plays players that shouldn't be that shouldn't play um mine reminds me of fucking Babcock refused to stop playing Leo Komarov is that the guy's name Leo Komarov the old guy, he was good for a little while. Yeah, Leo Komarov. He was good for a while, but then he got old and Babcock didn't stop playing him. Sheldon Keefe's got to get out of there. Kyle Dubas, the GM, who a lot of Leafs fans want out. I actually I actually like him. I think he built a very good team. I don't know. I guess people are just angry that the Leafs haven't gone on a run, so they're looking for people to blame, and Kyle Dubas is... Kind of the face of that team, so they want him fired. I actually like Kyle Dubas. I think he's, I mean, the Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Penguins want him. So let's not, you know, get rid of things that are actually working for us. Um, so keep Kyle Dubas. You got to fire Sheldon Keefe. The head, the head coach definitely has to be fired. No question about it. Now the core four. I, I'm not a salary guy. 
I'm a better. And when it comes to sports betting, the salaries don't matter. So I don't fully understand the the intricacies of the salary and what you can do with the core four. I think both Matthews and Marner have like a clause coming up where you're not able to move them after a certain date. I don't understand how all that stuff works. I don't know who can be and can't be, but someone in the core four needs to be broken up, and I think we got a shit Marner. He just, he's soft in the playoffs, and this whole core is soft in the playoffs, except for really Nylander. I like Nylander. I think he shows up in big moments. Austin Matthews is not, but although I, I, I don't really, I can't really support getting rid of arguably the best goal scorer in the NHL right now, so keep Austin Matthews. Marner hasn't shown up. He's been soft. Get rid of him. And then I guess we'll keep John Tavares, who has been largely disappointing since the Leafs have got him. Great regular season guy, great leader, doesn't show up in the playoffs. Took the team to his cottage out in Muskoka Lake in Ontario after they lost in the first round last year. Hyped the boys up. Congratulations. You won a series you probably didn't deserve to win, and then he got bounced in five games in the second round by the eight seed. Congratulations. Changes need to come. I don't know what it is with this core group of players. I don't know if they just don't have the killer instinct i don't know if it's just been bad luck i don't know if they just don't really care if they lose i don't know what it is but this core group of players can't get it done they got to make some significant changes also i'd love to see them bring back ryan o'reilly one of the best players in the in the first round of the playoffs this year one of the main reasons why we were able to beat the lightning he's the kind of player we need and I hate that old school mentality, the old Don Cherry mentality that, oh, you need tough players and these pretty boys who skate well, they can't get it done in the playoffs. I've always hated that narrative. But when you lose, you know, six straight first round playoffs and, the, and then seventh time you make it to the second round and lose in five games, what else is there to point at? I definitely think coaching is the main concern. If we bring back Sheldon Keefe next year, we're screwed. But we got to make some changes to the roster as well. Justin Hall should never, he should be, it should be illegal for Justin Hall to ever strap on a pair of skates again. Um, our goaltending, people are going to disagree with me with this. I don't think Ilya Samsonov had a good playoff at all. He had a couple games where he had, he played really well in game six against the Lightning that won us that series. He had a couple games where he played well. Um, but I thought we looked way better uh, with Wall in net. He allowed what? I guess if you count the overtime goal, four goals in two games. Not counting the game that he got subbed in when Samsonov got hurt. I thought Wall played really well. I would like to see him give him a chance to be our full-time goalie next season because who knows what's going on with Matt Murray and Samsonov, I'm pretty sure his contract's done. I have no interest bringing back Samsonov. Give Wall a chance. He's a young guy. Who knows what will happen. Make some other changes to the roster. Fire Keefe. Keep Dubas. And let's see what happens next year. But I'm sure I'll be back here again next year in the same spot saying the same thing and the Leafs will be dead again. Oh boy. Let's talk about the teams that are left in the NHL postseason. We're to start in the Eastern Conference here between the Hurricanes and the Panthers. My series pick is the Carolina Hurricanes to win, minus 135. Probably not, uh, anyone who's listened to my stuff, probably not a big surprise considering I picked the Hurricanes before the season started to win the Stanley Cup. I picked the Hurricanes to win the Stanley Cup ahead of the playoffs. I did pick the Devils, though, to win the Round 2 series. I thought the injury to Tavo Teravainen was going to just completely handicap them. I thought that was going to hurt them in Round 2. But you want to talk about a good coach. Rod Brindamore, 
might be the best coach in the NHL. The schemes that he comes up with, he coaches every coach that, that he goes up against. He gets injury after injury, and it doesn't affect the team's production. They play great defensive hockey while at the same time not sacrificing offensive opportunities. And I think that was a big, big, big difference against the Devils in round two. Now, Tara Vinen is apparently progressing quickly. I don't know if he's going to be back this series. If they make it to the Stanley Cup, it sounds like he might be back in time for the Stanley Cup. But this is, I'm sticking to my guns. The Hurricanes have been the best advanced analytic team all season, leading the NHL in Corsi percentage and Fenwick percentage and expected goals percentage, all that good stuff. Now they're finally getting some decent goaltending and some decent shooting. Uh, and then they just completely disposed of the Devils in five games. Now, some might say the Panthers are for real. I will admit the Panthers are probably better than their eight seed. They had a bit of a rough start to the regular season. They had some injuries they had to deal with. They had some new players that took a little bit of uh, time to gel with the roster. But what I will say about the Panthers, though, yeah, they, they might be better than the eight seed that they have, but I still don't think they're a great team. Um... They ran into a Boston team where they shot well and Boston didn't shoot well. And Boston finally had some bad goaltending. Their Vesna Trophy winner stumbled all through the uh, first round. And they won in Game 7. Then last series, I would arguably actually think the Leafs deserved to win. Uh, this sounds ridiculous because they won in 6 in Round 1 and then lost in 5 in Round 2. But I actually think the Leafs were more deserving of winning round two against the Panthers than they were uh, round one against the Lightning. The irony of this whole thing is I actually think the worst playoff series the Leafs have played over the last six years was against the Lightning when they won. Three overtime wins, some lucky bounces, but then their luck completely changed on them. Leafs, and this is not arguable, outside of saying, well, look at the final score. The Leafs outplayed the Panthers in game one and game two. Sergei Bobrovsky, who is 48 years old, somehow looked like he's Vladislav Tretiak in net. They couldn't get a puck by him in both games one and two and five. Sergei Bobrovsky was a stonewall. Unbelievable. How, how many saves did he have in game five? Like 50 saves? Sergei, Sergei Bobrovsky? 58-year-old Sergei Bobrovsky? There's no way Sergei Bobrovsky uh, keeps up that level of play. Let's, let's look at some Sergei Bobrovsky numbers here. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sergei Bobrovsky so far in the postseason is a 918 save percentage. It's better than that against the Leafs. His save percentage in the five games against the Leafs, 944, 946, 917, 920, 962. He didn't have a save percentage in a single game worse than 917 against the Maple Leafs. 
That's unacceptable for the Maple Leafs, first of all. But Sergei Bobrovsky is not going to keep that up. His regular season save percentage was 901. So point... (laughs) There wasn't a single game that he came within .16 save percentage of his regular season last series. Not good. And this is not just he had a weak regular season. His last... Uh, 901 save percentage this season, 913 last year, which isn't terrible. The 906, 9900, 913. Like, he's not going to be able to keep this up. He is 34 years old. He is actually a couple years younger than I thought he was. Uh, but he's not going to be able to keep this up against this Hurricanes team who's starting to shoot the puck really well. The Hurricanes team, the much better advanced analytic team throughout the regular season. My point was about the Panthers that, yes, they won the first two series against the Bruins, who are the Stanley Cup favorite, and then heading in the second round, the Leafs are the Stanley Cup favorite. But I don't think that means that they're the best team in the NHL. I think they stumble here. I think the Hurricanes are the better team overall. Um, I'm surprised we're getting them at this short of a price, to be honest, at minus 135. I will take them there. Hurricanes minus 135 to advance to the Stanley Cup final. Let's head over to the Western Conference, and once again, not going to be surprised who I'm picking here because uh, these are the two teams I predicted would meet in the Stanley Cup Final. Give me the Dallas Stars plus 115 underdogs against the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, I will say, I no, no team did I lose more money betting against than the Golden Knights in the regular season, and I've bet against them to lose both their first two series, and they continue to win. So, I might just be wrong about the Golden Knights, but at the end of the day, I look at the advanced analytics, and they aren't good. For example, so far in the postseason, the Golden Knights have an expected goal differential, if you look at expected goals, of minus 0.11. So actually a negative expected goal differential. Um, and uh, if you look at just 5-on-5 five five play, that's positive, but barely, plus 0.7. So their expected goals margin, not good. Uh, and you look at the Stars, they lead the NHL in expected goal differential in both 5-on-5 play and full strength, plus 0.78 per 60 minutes during uh, all strengths and plus 0.53 during 5-on-5 play. So the Stars, even though they've struggled a little bit to close out their first two series, have arguably been playing the best hockey of the postseason. Now, obviously, the argument can be made they're playing against very different opponents. The Stars in um, the second round had the easiest opponent amongst everyone, uh, against the Seattle Kraken. But then I would say the Golden Knights had arguably one of the easiest opponents in round one against, uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, one of the only reason why game one went to six games for the stars and game or round one went to six games and round two went to seven games. Cause Jake Ottinger has not actually played well this postseason, which is surprising because he's historically been extremely hot in the playoffs. Uh, if you look at his numbers this postseason, a 9.03 save percentage. Not great. Career playoffs, 9.27 save percentage, though. And, fi- and I mean, even in this regular season, this is not just like he was bad this season. This regular season, he had a 9.19 save percentage. So, a bit of a rough start to his postseason, but he did pull it together in Game 7 against the Kraken with a save percentage of 9.57. He might be finally finding a stride. Getting yanked in Game 6 against the Kraken may have woken him up. So, I have faith... Jake Ottinger is going to start playing well again. And like I said, the Golden Knights, say what you want about the Golden Knights, because a lot, especially hockey media right now, are sucking them off. But I just, I I could be wrong. Maybe they sweep the Stars. I look at the advanced numbers. They don't look impressive. They weren't impressive in the regular season. They haven't been impressive so far in the playoffs in terms of the advanced metrics. That's inarguable. 
Um, so I'll take the Stars. I love them here as underdogs. I'll take the Dallas Stars to win the Western Conference Final at plus 115. In terms of Game 1, I have nothing new to add. Hurricanes, minus 140 in Game 1 at home. Stars, plus 110 on the road. Obviously, if I'm... I mean, I, I looked at the total. I actually kind of like the over in uh the hurricanes and panthers game one i think it's at six and i kind of like the under and stars golden knights but at the end of the day i'm very confident in both the hurricanes and the stars so why would i not pick them in game one let's ride with those two teams and then let's wrap up here with um my let's do a little bracket update shall we i, I showed you my bracket at the start of the nhl playoffs um let's see if i can figure out how to once again show my screen Ooh, i'm figuring out a little bit quicker each time i do it Whoop. all right here's my bracket let's go through series by series i nailed kraken against avalanche people forget i said kraken in seven the kraken one and seven people forget i nailed stars in six against the wild i just crushed the top left corner of the bracket i absolutely crushed because then I also had Dallas beating the Kraken uh, in this bracket. You don't do it in the exact amount of games after the first round. But I had the Stars beating the Kraken in round two in advance. So I literally nailed to perfection the top left corner of the bracket. Now things get worse from there. <laughs> I had the Jets beating the Golden Knights in six. In hindsight, not great. Connor Hellebuck really let me down. I thought he'd carry the Jets a little bit in the playoffs. Uh, but he did not. He had actually, had actually a pretty weak um, first round against the Golden Knights. Uh, and I did have Edmonton beating the Kings. I had them doing it in five. It took six. Sue me. I then did have the Oilers advancing into the Western Conference Final. I still... I mean, if they played another series, the Golden Knights and Oilers, and you gave me the exact same odds, I think I'd take the Oilers again. Uh, they need some goaltending. They were let down by their goaltender once again. Uh, I, had, I had Bruins winning in four over the Panthers. Um, yikes. Uh, I did have, ooh, look at that. I correctly predicted the Leafs series. I had Leafs winning in six against the Lightning. They did exactly that. Uh, I had Carolina in four over the Islanders. Obviously, that took them six games. Um, and I had Rangers in seven over Devils. It did go seven, but Devils ended up edging them out. So I did at least get the amount of games in that one between Hurricanes and Islanders. I got the team correct. And then I got... Hurricanes, uh, I predicted Hurricanes over Rangers, but it doesn't matter. Hurricanes won, and then I had the Leafs going to the Eastern Conference Final. Uh, my bracket was looking great after round two. But the Oilers let me down, the Leafs let me down. But my Stanley Cup Final is still alive. I had the Hurricanes defeating the Dallas Stars in the Stanley Cup Final. I don't remember who I had winning the West at the start of the season. I think I had the Flames winning the West. Um, so that's not going to line up, but I've been on the hurricane train from day one this season, pre-regular season, pre-playoffs. Now, if they can get Tara Vinen back, uh, and I believe they are the Stanley cup favorites now. So we will see what happens there. Um, I guess 38 goals we scored in the Stanley cup final. Who knows? Uh, but there you have it. My bracket, not bad to be honest. Brackets are very tough. I think I've done pretty well. Uh, if you want to visually look at it, you got to be watching the YouTube version of this podcast. And if you are watching the YouTube version of this podcast, click the skip the subscribe button script skip ship stick click (laughs) that's the word i was looking for the like button leave a comment let me know who you think is going to win the stanley cup all that stuff helps the channel out 
Thank you all so much for watching. Round three starts, I think, Thursday night. Uh, between the Hurricanes and the Panthers. And then Friday night, I believe, is the Western Conference game one between the Stars and the Golden Knights. A couple days off in between uh, the second round and the third round. But that's all right with me. It gave me time to record a podcast. Good luck to everyone with their hockey bets this round. I'll be back to talk hockey ahead of the Stanley Cup final. Let's hope it is the Hurricanes and the Stars. Not only do I think... Uh, well, not only would that be my prediction coming true, I think that would be the most entertaining series of the potential Stanley Cup matchups. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Take care. Gamble or a bless. I'll talk to you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.